Okay, it totally did. I was like, oh no. <laughs> okay, well, let's just start that over. Um, Sahana, welcome to On Brand Brides. <laughs> Hi, Song. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, me too. I'm really excited to have you on. Um, your wedding was like so recent, so I'm excited it's, to hear all about it. Oh my God, it feels like forever ago and just yesterday at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy how that happens. Um, okay, so before we even talk about your wedding and everything, let's talk about you. How would you describe your brand for yourself and as a couple? Ooh, it's pretty different for me versus... <laughs> me and Jorgen, but to be. Um, yeah, um, I am very extroverted. I have a billion and one hobbies and <laughs> yeah. I tend to say yes to everything. Um, I tend to just love trying new things and I care a lot about like beautiful things so I started having a lot maybe it's just growing up but having way bougier tastes (laughs) I love like beautifully designed interiors and like beautifully plated food Mm -hmm. like good food obviously living in the bay area um (laughs) and what else um yeah I just love like craft in general so I've been always really into art growing up um totally you've been into like what pottery or something I know (laughs) yeah that was my most recent hobby yes (laughs) um I'm now as like as of like a month ago post-wedding I'm now Mm -hmm. getting back into oil painting which I grew up doing I did not know that that's so cool yeah so lots of hobbies (laughs) lots of hobbies Um, And actually, what's really interesting about me and Jorgen is that we both get really into our hobbies. Mm -hmm. Um, He uh, used to be a professional baker, and it it started off as a hobby for him, and it just became a thing he got really obsessed with, and he... I love that, when your, like, hobby and passion becomes something that, like, can be a job. Yeah, it's good and bad, I think. Yeah. Good because <laughs> you get to do it every day. Bad because mm-hmm. you start to realize it's you, it's not all the fun parts when it's your career. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he definitely, like, loves to get really into all of the things that he's learning about. Um, mm-hmm. And post being a baker, he became a software engineer and has gotten really nerdy about that, too, like me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think our brand definitely overlaps in the fact that we like beautiful well-crafted things mm-hmm. um and so that's kind of one of the the overarching themes of our wedding was just like really thoughtfully designed like every every little thing yeah okay I definitely want to hear some of like kind of like the personal touches that you guys made um but let's before we jump into that I want to just start at the beginning so I remember when my first episode came out last November, you actually reached out saying that one, that you listened, which was so cool. (laughs) Thank you. And two, that you were just starting to like um, think about planning your wedding. You were pretty newly engaged. Isn't that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, um, so I know you were like early stages of planning and you were considering Santa Barbara and you were saying, You wanted to do a multi-day event, but it's kind of pricey. So what did you end up doing? Did you end up choosing Santa Barbara? Yes. So, um, so 
obviously I am Indian, um, Mm -hmm. Jorgen is not. And so we were thinking about doing a kind of joint Indian American wedding and Indian weddings are just known to be multi-day. And so it's hard to get out of it. Um, (laughs) And we really, really tried to simplify. And Mm -hmm. in the end, it ended up being just one full packed day. Um, But um, we did have two ceremonies. And so really the question was just like, where can we affordably do like a little bit of an Indian ceremony Mm -hmm. and then also have like a big party. Um, And we thought about doing it in India very briefly and Mm -hmm. pretty much immediately decided against it. The logistics seem crazy. Yes. I mean, I can't even imagine trying to plan a wedding in India. It's just a chaotic place and being so (laughs) far away. And um, so, and Santa Barbara was a place that Jorgen and I have visited a couple of times and just Mm -hmm. really loved. It's, it's for honestly such a weird reason. Um, It's very dog friendly. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've actually heard that. Yeah. Everywhere we took our dog, all the store owners were like, come on in, bring your dog. Like she can come in. It's all good. And we were like, huh? Um, but yeah, it was a weird reason, but we, had, <laughs> that's a like, great reason. Loved, <laughs> we've always loved Santa Barbara and we, um, we figured it felt like a destination, but was still mm-hmm. close enough that everyone could like drive. So yeah. Santa Barbara it was. Were most of your guests from kind of like California or like that area? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, definitely within driving distance. And was your dog at the wedding? Uh, no, that was no. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, alas. Um, we, oh, you won't even believe how bad I wanted that to happen, but it just like logistically did not work out in the end. Yeah. And she's, I, we have a Vizsla. She's like an adorable, very, very active dog. And <laughs> a full day of like activities would have just been a lot for her and for us. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I've heard of like some people, especially when they do like a destination wedding with their dog, they'll get like a dog sitter um, that will like bring and just like someone needs to be in charge of the dog the whole time because it's like a hundred percent. I honestly, I really wanted to do that and we definitely thought about it, but actually like in retrospect, the day was such a blur that barely Jorgen and I got to spend time together yeah <laughs> so I think we would have loved to have her the day after mm-hmm. um as we were just like chilling and like being a married little family that mm-hmm. would have been really cute but um but honestly the day of ended up being so like such a whirlwind that I think having her would have been really hard anyway so yeah I think that's something that's important for people to keep in mind it's like you like going leading up to it you feel like I really want this like little detail or like this one thing or this one person or animal there but like afterwards you're like oh you know no offense with my dog but I didn't really miss him there I was like, <laughs> so many so many other things I saw all these guests who I don't see on a daily basis so exactly exactly I got I got to see so many cute little babies that I don't get to see normally. oh so I got my little cuteness alternative yeah so you guys had kids at your wedding it was we did yeah <laughs> I was like bring all the kids yeah Nice. Yeah. You don't actually hear that a lot. I mean, we didn't have kids at our wedding. Well, we had, yeah, we had no kids except for um, my husband's like 
nieces like and nephews um who were like part of our wedding and like of course yeah yeah I think that's super normal I think like in Indian culture like I just grew up going to lots of weddings Mm -hmm. and it was just like a very family affair and kind of just like shoot the shit as a child yeah um at these (laughs) weddings and so we had all of the babies and kids and they were like running around on the dance floor rolling around on the dance floor (laughs) during dinner time it was just so silly and I feel like that like silliness is definitely like some uh value I really like appreciate uh, love and appreciate Mm -hmm. so it was kind of nice yeah no kids definitely bring like a totally different kind of energy and it just definitely makes people really excited in such a like wholesome way (laughs) oh my god yeah oh so Um, many so many cute ones yeah okay so that conversation that we had was last November um and then your wedding was June of this year so did you feel like seven months of planning was the right amount of time for you oh my god yes okay I would have hated being engaged for two years or mm-hmm. you know yeah I'm so glad we got her done because <laughs> the stress just like builds and builds and yeah. like I seven months felt like a lot of it yeah and I'm so glad <laughs> and at times people were like wait your wedding's in six months yeah and I was like yes but we're just gonna make it happen totally um but yeah I think over I I kind of thought of wedding planning in so I was the wedding planner Mm -hmm. um but uh we had a wedding uh, coordinator so like Mm -hmm. the day of coordinator yeah that's um, always the move oh my god huge huge like win (laughs) day of um but she kind of helped us like month before like coordinating all the vendors um and the final kind of counts and all of that uh Mm -hmm. she helped handle so very very helpful and honestly the like month of was the craziest so like having someone kind of having someone to just delegate all of that to was huge and I swear having the day of coordinator was probably like the best money we spent because Mm -hmm. she just took care of us like me and Jorgen in a way that like I felt like I didn't even it's probably like what having a butler feels like She just was yeah, like, okay, it's like personal I'm service. Steal them away. It's time for their whatever. <laughs> and we were like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. She'd bring us our like cocktails, um, and snacks, and all of this cute little these things that like we just were just slaves to the day, and, and she kind of like <laughs> took care of us. Um, but to going back to your earlier question. Um, I kind of did a lot of the like vendor search on Instagram. Okay. Oh, um, wow. Nice. I found, I found um, a couple of wedding planners that I absolutely loved in the Santa Barbara area that I mm-hmm. could not afford. Mm-hmm. Um, and I stocked all of their weddings and I found who all of their vendors were. So smart. And then I went to them directly and I basically got for every, you know, for every item. So like flowers, like mm-hmm. DJ lighting. I basically first looked at the venue. Once we found the venue, right? Um, we looked at the venues list, and then we looked at like some of these uh, the vendors that some of these really great wedding um, uh, planners in Santa Barbara have used, mm-hmm. and just asked for quotes from all of them. And yeah. that was honestly the like tedious part. But once that was done, um. My mom was a master negotiator and she just like hustled 
<laughs> them into giving us better deals on everything. I love Ooh. that. Ooh. Tip, yes. hot tip is everything is negotiable. I love that. Everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely everything. The venue, like every little detail is negotiable. And the way to do it, at least the way my mom did it, which was incredibly effective, was yeah. that she would go line by line and she'd be like, explain what this is. Explain what this is. Why do we need that? Yeah. Like she was to a point where it was kind of annoying, but <laughs> incredibly effective because they were like, oh, you know what? You're right. Like maybe we can cut that out. They just mm-hmm. like, it was amazing. So that's, that's such a good tip and like definitely worth it to have someone like, you know, your mom or whoever <laughs> that you can delegate to and be like, cause Ugh. that probably seems like a lot for you to handle. That was the worst part. And it mm-hmm. was so nice to have someone who's like, I love negotiating. Yeah. Bring me in. I will take care of this. I was like, great. Yeah, here you go. So important to have someone like that because like obviously I don't want to overspend, but I personally am one of those people who's like, whatever, I'll just pay the price because I like don't want to deal with it. And I feel like most of us are. And that's like yeah, how to get no, away it with makes sense. Prices. Yeah. It's but like everything is I mean, that's just what we sign up for when we're getting married. Totally. Here. It's just like you're gonna spend like three times as much as you think. Yeah, that was especially true for florals. I I had a number in my mind, mm-hmm. and then the quotes were all like four times as much. Oh my god! It was honestly so shocking, and they were all that. They were all the same. Like, yeah, it was so crazy. It's the whole process is like really like unnerving. Yeah, and I guess you get on board totally. Do you feel like you were able to get like your budget because your mom kind of like took this, you know, line by line approach? Or do you feel like there were some vendors who were receptive to being like, okay, this is my budget. Like, what can we do to reach that point? Oh, that totally works. I think that like, so actually we had like a two prong negotiation strategy formed over time. I would be the one who would reach out to them. I would, so I actually had like a, um, uh, wedding brand guide, if you will. It was this Ooh. like um, PDF um, yeah. that I like that I made, which basically had like a like the morning like vibe. So it was basically mm-hmm. like photos I got off Pinterest, but it was like it had a color theme, it had yes. photo references, it had like like all of the ideas I had for the morning and the mm-hmm. like vision. It was like mm-hmm. a vision guide, and then same for the evening. Um, and I wanted a very like white and green like neutral colors natural mm-hmm. vibe for the morning um the indian ceremony because generally indian weddings are really colorful but i wanted right. to kind of like flip that on its head yeah and then in the evening we had a very colorful um evening reception um but still very like muted colors so mm-hmm. like classy um but still very like minimal yeah um and so i put together this like design guide and i would send this to every vendor i had yeah, And I would first ask for quotes, I would get mm-hmm. those quotes back. And then I would, of course, the quotes were above my budget. Always. Yeah. <laughs> so I would first email them back and say, Hey, actually, this is my budget. Like, is there anything you can do? Yeah. And they'd get back to me and they'd, they'd come down a little bit sometimes, sometimes mm-hmm. they wouldn't, sometimes they'd be like, sorry, this is all we can do. Okay. And then I'd be like, okay, my parents are helping me pay for the wedding and, you know, they're the ones who are kind of like looking over the contracts and yeah. making the final like calls. So, and then I would just like unleash my mom. Yeah. Be like, please talk to her from now on. Yeah. <laughs> 
I yeah. love that. And she was able to be really like hard ass on them, which I yeah. appreciated. You know, when you're like a kid and like <laughs> you blame your mom for things, it's like, oh, I can't go. My mom said I can't, but it's because you don't want to go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Like, I, I can't pay for this. My mom said no. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, it really worked. And also I did have our photographer was incredible mm-hmm. and I told him what my budget was and he was like on the higher end and I probably knew I wasn't going to be able to get him for my budget but it turns out he was doing a wedding the next day near Santa Barbara and our wedding was on oh our wedding was on a Friday oh okay made it really really great because a lot of people had availability and were willing to say yes because it was a Friday wedding and it was unlikely that they were going to get booked for something better basically right right, yeah um and so yeah our photographer was like oh I'm actually going to be in that area the next day for a wedding so like doing your wedding for for exactly your budget is like something I'd be down for wow yeah so it doesn't uh, like hurt to ask even if you feel like someone's out of your budget yeah he was way out of my budget and so like that was a major success story I love that I'm glad because also like the photographer is definitely one vendor I would say is like not someone you want to skimp on absolutely not yeah 100% that's like my, that was my number one mentor. I was like, we're going to splurge a little. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you to get those photos back. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I'm sure they will be beautiful when you get them. Yeah. <laughs> when we, when we had been talking originally about your wedding, you were like saying how like you were exhausted and you barely even started, which I totally relate to that. Do you feel like things got easier once you had your venue and your date? Uh, locked in yes I think venue and date was definitely the like most stressful part Mm -hmm. why do you think that is oh that's a good question I think (laughs) it's because every well location like we hadn't even figured out location Mm -hmm. I think if you have a locate like a for sure location that I think makes it a lot easier because then you you have like a subset of venues to work with then you can find the one that's in your budget and has availability yes and you like yeah and that pool ends up being pretty small hard requirements yeah (laughs) Yeah. um but for me because we were like bay area Mm -hmm. like santa barbara india like it just that was so open-ended also i have family in india um i have all four grandparents in india at a minimum i wanted them to be there if possible um and so it wasn't super clear if they would be able to come Mm -hmm. and so is that a reason to do it in India yeah but I think in the end we they're just like most of our family and friends are in the Bay Area Mm -hmm. and so um and my parents were open to flying my grandparents out um to come to the wedding and if we did it here so they were here I had three out of four grandparents okay the wedding so very I felt very lucky to have that yeah Um, but um, so yeah, I think because the location was up in the air, that made it a little bit um, tense. Also, fun fact: um, Indian weddings have to be, for the most part, if and maybe this is true for Asian weddings too. I don't know, but like they have to be on auspicious days. Oh yes, like certain, like some of my Chinese friends, like astro with astrology, certain yeah, like, only certain dates can be yeah. 
a hundred percent and like have finding an auspicious date that matches <laughs> the calendar of the venues you're looking at not mm -hmm. only that but we were looking at two venues so they both had to have the date available so true so true and so oh that was probably the most stressful part um turns out there are no auspicious saturdays um, <laughs> is that why you got married on a friday so it's one of the reasons we got married on a friday but yeah it's not auspicious to get married on a Saturday turns out. I was just talking to um one another one of my friends who's planning a wedding right now and that's something she literally just eventually had to tell her parents like I can't get married on any of these dates because they also have like these requirements to be in the Bay Area and in the summer and oh. none of those dates are on like a non-weekday in the summer <laughs> so it's just like we, you can only have so many requirements <laughs> I know exactly we first asked the priest um mm -hmm. the local priest for some dates and they were all like Mondays and Tuesdays <sighs> and I was like <laughs> I was like maybe we just need to ask for more options preferably Fridays <laughs> and because Saturdays I knew Saturday was a no-go um, yeah. I was like, what about a Sunday that has a Monday, day off? you know, or like, what about a Friday? Friday would be ideal. Yeah. And we just found some auspicious Fridays somehow. <laughs> Wait, and okay. Was, what does auspicious exactly mean? Like, you what know, is great question. <laughs> I think it's some, honestly, I could not tell you. It's some Hindu astrological thing. Yeah. I think it was like the only thing my grandparents cared about. And mm -hmm. so my parents were like, let's do this for the grandparents. And I was yeah. like, okay. It, so. I, it, it, I think it usually just like is like lucky and prosperous or whatever, right? But like, yeah, you don't know so what like, goes into it. I don't think so. So yeah, I, it's basically that. So there's this idea in Hindu tradition, mm -hmm. I guess, called, um, it's called Drishti. It's basically like uh, the evil eye. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this is related to why you get married on an auspicious day, but in general, like if you get married on an inauspicious day and something bad happens, <laughs> everything is blamed on that. Everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just good luck to get married on a good day. So I was like, all right, I'll take all the luck I can get. Sure. Sure. <laughs> well, I'm glad like the dates worked out and everything. It all worked out in the end. Exactly. Did you feel like there were other, um, or I guess we'll talk, let's talk about, let's talk about the traditions and stuff first before I Okay, ask. yes. Kind of talked about you guys had like a blend of American or Western and Indian traditions. You had both an Indian and a Western ceremony. Can you kind of just like walk me through what was like your timeline? What events did you have? How did you choose? Yeah, Um. so traditional uh, South Indian uh Hindu ceremony is usually like many, many hours long, starts at 6am in the morning. Yes. It's like, really, you sit in front of a fire for like all of those hours. <laughs> and also the guests don't really pay attention, right? Kind of just like hang out and like talk and eat and, mm -hmm. and you're not sitting and like watching the ceremony. Oh, I see. Um, so yeah, it's very, it's a very different vibe. Um, but I obviously like the day was going to be really long and yeah. I just wanted the like highlight real version of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also. So normally a Hindu ceremony starts with a Bharat, which is like the arrival of the groom and he comes in with like a lot of music and celebration. And he, he's like often riding in on a horse or a 
elephant or yeah, a fancy yeah. car that, or whatever. Barat, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jorgen didn't want one. Okay. Um, he's pretty introverted and he was just like, I don't. I don't, I don't want, want all the attention <laughs> and grandiose. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, great, amazing. It meant we got to sleep in for an additional half hour, which <laughs> Love that. which every every minute counts. Yeah. Um. So we actually just started like with the Indian ceremony. Um. We had the groom's entrance, the mm-hmm. bride's entrance. Mm-hmm. There's a um, there's a um tradition where the bride and the groom exchange garlands. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we basically like do this thing where we have garlands around our neck and we like exchange them. And then the last time we do it, um, we get lifted up by our uncles. Oh, okay. um, and then it's like a competition. So we are like trying to like garland each other and what? it's like a fun game. <laughs> um, and the history behind this is that like South Indian weddings, were traditionally like done with children because they were like child brides. Oh. <laughs> and so like they, they tried to make the wedding really fun. So oh, there's like a lot okay. of like really like childish pieces and really like sexist pieces oh of like God. the traditional Hindu wedding that we had to like totally cut out. Okay. Um, but yeah, sometimes yeah. they're just fun. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they're no longer about that. They're kind of just about the fun family. Exactly. Yeah. Also, a tradition we cut out was that, like, traditionally the bride's parents beg the groom to marry their daughter and, like, oh. take care of her. Oh. And I was like, absolutely. No one will be begging for anyone. Absolutely. Uh- <laughs> that's, um, that's intense. It's. Yeah, there's a lot of like really silly stuff like that that mm-hmm. we totally cut out. Um, Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, otherwise there's like a couple of like pujas that we do to bless the different gods that are going to mm-hmm. bless us. A lot of family involvement. So Jorgen's sisters actually came on the stage and like finished getting us married. Um, my sister was involved. My brother, I don't have a brother, but like mm-hmm. my the closest brother is like my cousin. Mm-hmm. He came and did a part of the ceremony. So it's really meant to be um, the marrying of two families, which yeah. I really like and I really I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone gets to be everyone, involved. Not just like the Yeah. Two and the parents sit on the stage with us. Okay. So yeah. it's really just like a marriage of two families. So yeah, that was the Indian ceremony. Um, the equivalent to a ring is this yellow string that he ties around my neck uh-huh. and when he ties the yellow string we're officially married yeah. uh everyone throws flowers and rice uh, to bless us and that was it and we got it in about like 45 minutes oh that's impressive was, i am so i was so pleased yeah yeah <laughs> and you said that one was in the morning right yes that was okay. in the morning so after that happened what happened in between the this and the next ceremony? Yeah, so we basically had lunch. Um, okay. So we did like a traditional South Indian lunch. Um, mm-hmm. And then I basically, like me and Jorgen like dipped early because mm-hmm. I basically, you just have to go get ready for the evening. Right. Immediately. And you changed dresses, um, right? You wore like a green linga for your first ceremony. Green sari for the morning. Oh, a sari for the morning. Okay. Yeah. And, and then, then um, a white, like, I've got this um, white dress slash langa made. Okay. Um, I wanted it. I saw this, like, I tried on a gown that I really loved, um, but I decided to basically get 
a version of that gown made into like a two piece, kind of mm-hmm. like a lenga. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was a white lenga that I got made uh, nice. in India that I wore in the evening. Okay. Okay. So you changed and then, um, yeah, anything, did you guys do pictures again or what? what yeah. So we did, um, we did a couple pictures again in the evening mm-hmm. and then honestly, like lunch ended at like 12 uh, or one and then the evening started at like four. So like, wasn't a lot of time. It gave guests enough time to go home. Mm-hmm. Um, cause lunch was served. They just went home, chilled mm-hmm. for a bit, changed if they wanted to. Did a lot of people change? A lot of people changed. Nice. Yeah. I love that. Everything was really close by. Um, mm-hmm. Santa Barbara is super walkable. And yeah. if anything, you can like Uber like in five minutes and get Pretty places. Easily, so, yeah. Um, so yeah. And then we started our, the ceremony started at like 420. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. And we were, <laughs> yeah. Now, now that I'm saying that, I'll, just, it was just, I just know the timeline. By yeah. Heart. You know the timeline. <laughs> I, I get that. <laughs> and we, we, did our vows we did like we had um Mr. Oregon's brother-in-law um like officiate and then let's see cocktail hour and reception I think the major thing with the reception that was different is we had um we never did a sangeet which is a pretty common thing that a lot of Indian uh brides do yeah um which is like a full night of like dancing and and prepared dances yeah um we just had a couple of choreographed dances at our reception and that opened out into the dance floor. And so that was a really great way to like build up energy and just get everyone really excited to dance. Yeah. 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 Uh, episode six, when I had Sonali and Kyle on, they talked about like their Sangeet and then it was like this whole big thing, but I'm glad that you were able to at least pull in like some of those things, like the dances and stuff, which like, how did you choose who to do dances with? Or how many did you guys do? Yeah, I mean, we had one big one that was our all of our couple friends that like mm-hmm. live in the Bay Area Fun. slash our couple friends who don't live in the Bay Area even. And um, we found a YouTube video and we sent it to them and we were like, this is the YouTube video. We're just doing the first minute and a half of it. Oh, cool. It was a Justin Bieber song. And Wait, which song? It was just, it was, it was sorry. It was a song that I like, I, um, I love that. I love that it's song. It's such a good dance song. Mm-hmm. It's not very like wedding specific, but I know it's, it's a so, it's so like when you start choosing music for your wedding, you start like really listening to lyrics and stuff. And you're like, is it weird if I play this? Like, I, I know I was like, is this weird? But also nah, it's a banger. Song is a banger. Yeah. Everyone loves dancing to it. Totally. And I found this like adorable girl on the internet who like does these like exercise dance videos that are Mm -hmm. like super doable. Mm -hmm. And so I found one of those and I just sent it to like this large email list. And I was like, this is a choreographed dance. It's a big part of Indian weddings. If you want to do it, do it. And actually a lot of people learned it the day of. Because in between the ceremony the two ceremonies, a lot of people were like, let's practice. And some people who hadn't originally learned it were like, yeah. all right, whatever, I'll learn it. And so I we actually that. had such a big group do it. Everyone, there's so much adrenaline mm-hmm. that like you could just feel after everyone did that dance. And so we had that group. I had a group of um, my friends that I grew up with um, mm-hmm. and we've done dances before at weddings. And so <laughs> um, that group and then um, my parents and their friends did one which oh was gosh. adorable that is so cute yeah they had like a teacher from India teach them over no, video 
And it was like, uh, it was like three songs. They had like a men ver- a men portion where all the, the, the dads came and did a piece and then mm-hmm. the ladies came in and it was so adorable. Oh my God. I love that. I love, I love when parents like really get into it too. Oh, it's just it like so, so cute. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you, I mean, this is kind of going back a little bit in our conversation, but I love that you were only engaged for seven months. And like only plan for that much amount of time because like you said, like things are going to happen. It's going to be great regardless. And like, I feel like when you have too much time, then you just find too many things to like oh my God. suddenly care about or change your mind about. And like, I had to like quit Pinterest and Instagram yeah. like a month before because mm-hmm. it was giving me all of these ideas that I, oh there God. was no more space for. Yes. And it yeah. was, it was causing me like major anxiety. Yeah. So I had to like, we I like designed the like wedding and then I had to just like stop looking at it because yes it was that is it was too much people who are planning their weddings need to listen to this like like literally once you have a couple things locked in and you have your idea like literally stop looking at ideas stop looking at like Instagram's algorithm does not it does this it does plan. not support it but like you really <laughs> have to resist because otherwise it's like weeks before and you're like I want to completely redo my colors or my flowers. Should I? Or yeah. Like, should I be buying Polaroid cameras on the internet right now? Like, yes. can I get them in time? Yes. And oh I'm my like, god. My, and of course, my now husband was like, "We have a photo booth, though." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're right." He's yeah. just like, "What are you doing?" Yes. And it's yes. of course because I saw this adorable little like thing on Instagram or like the things I regretted. Not whatever. Yeah. I just. Your regrets yeah. are not going to be my regrets. It's, it doesn't even matter anymore, honestly. <laughs> it doesn't. And the reality is, like, the photo booth, like, little things that I, like, were really important to me when I was planning. Like, yes. One of the things that I was really excited about was we had um, churros and fries, oh, like, yes. little snacks afterwards. I like, mm-hmm. I just love snacking. And so we had love so many little snacks. Um, Jorgen didn't encounter the churros or the fries <laughs> at all. <laughs> And so, did he even he know they like, were there? What? There were churros, there were fries. And I was like, and I only encountered them because someone walked up to me with a thing of fries and was yeah. like, here, eat some. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it just, the night goes by so fast. And a lot of the little yeah. details are, were not really for me. They were for my guests. Yes. And I'm still really happy I did them. But you don't get to experience them in the way you think you will. Yes the way when you're dreaming it all up and I think that was kind of like a little bit not I don't think it's sad because I'll get to relive it when I see the pictures and right and people talked about it um so one of the things that was like really important to me and like one of the like things that I did a little differently was I Mm -hmm. for the most part we kept the design pretty minimal like we didn't go too crazy on the table florals or anything but I wanted like one kind of like like aha kind of thing that left yeah some one wow thing Mm -hmm. um and so the wow thing that I decided to do was this floral disco ball installation above the dance floor oh my god I remember seeing pictures of this on your story and it was incredible (laughs) so we basically had these little like bursts of of like different pastel flowers and we had disco balls we had these Mm -hmm. beautiful like bamboo lanterns and like yeah. and these gorgeous glass crystal balls like wow. hanging 
above the dance floor and it was magical. Something that was important to me was that a lot of people got up and danced and like yeah. dancing is such a big part of an Indian wedding. Right. It made the dance floor feel so central. Yes. People just like wanted to be under there yeah. and it felt really magical. And so that was something that I did and I got to experience like yeah. the whole night and it was totally worth it. I, I love that because like you said, dancing was going to be so central. So it makes sense to focus on the details that have to do with that thing that is like really central and that you want everyone focusing on anyways and just really like highlighting that thing. Exactly. I know at one point I was like, oh, do I want this really cool seating chart? And I realized like you have to kind of pick and choose. Like there's so much like inspo on Pinterest and Instagram that have these like incredible like seating charts and all of this stuff that you could totally invest in. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of the day, like people looked at the seating chart like for two seconds and moved on with their life. Yes. Um, And so being really kind of Picking, picking the things that are going to make a lasting impact and just yeah. really going a little extra on those little things and not worrying so much about the other details was something I, I had to learn in the process. Yes, yes. <laughs> With a little help from my husband who kept reminding me that <laughs> no one is going to look at, at the that. seating chart yeah. <laughs> and it's not that important. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what was your favorite part of your wedding or about your wedding? I love speeches. I love yeah. speeches at every wedding. You know, me too. I like, I'm such a sucker for a good speech. Like a lot of the best man speeches that you hear and like crap. Oh. Like, I don't even know the inside jokes and I'm like bawling from laughing sometimes. I love a good speech. Dorgan's vows were obviously like a showstopper. Yeah. Um, He's generally like pretty quiet and introverted. So like everyone I think was just like blown away by his vows um, and that was really special. Um, but yeah, in general, like I just love hearing people. And I mean, when it's about you, like, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, did anything unexpected happen? Yes. Um, <laughs> in fact, the night before, so we were okay. at Welcome Drinks and I was feeling totally wiped. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was just like, you know, all of the prep to the wedding. And I was just like, I'm exhausted and the wedding is tomorrow and I'm exhausted. Yeah. But then I slowly started like losing my voice a little bit and my <sighs> voice started hurting. And suddenly I was like, I have strep. For <gasps> sure I have strep. No, you didn't. And I was like suddenly and like after like everyone went and I like got in the car with Jorgen, I was like, I'm in a lot of pain. My throat really hurts. And I was like freaking out. And I was so nervous. And we were going to dinner with our family. And I was just like, I don't want to go. I just want to go home and just like get in bed. And I was like, totally having like a mini panic attack. And I, um, I called one of my closest friends lives in LA and I FaceTimed her. She's a doctor. She's a pediatrician. But I was like, this is the closest I'm going to get to like totally. professional advice at, in yeah. this moment of like total panic. Yes. And she was just like so incredible and just like, was like, it's going to be amazing. Like it's totally going to be fine. And she just like told me what to do and just like gave me a plan, which was like, oh, I'm so grateful for her. Yeah. Um, but I ended up going to dinner, but it was like, I just took a bunch of Advil and it was like really, I was just like so bummed. but I ended up like leaving dinner a little early and was just like I'm gonna sleep really well and I'm gonna just get through the day tomorrow and it's gonna be great 
and I woke up I was still like my throat wasn't feeling great but I just yeah. took a ton of Advil and Dayquil shout out Advil shout out Dayquil <laughs> and I fell on it it was the adrenaline but mm-hmm. like I got I went to bed at like 3 a.m yeah oh my god and, and I woke okay? up at 4 30 a.m <gasps> that day 4 30 a.m to 3 a.m was my day oh my god and I was totally fine like no one even noticed everyone was like wait you weren't feeling well like no one even noticed I didn't even notice Mm -hmm. I had my my sister and my bridal party friends like bringing me Advil and Dayquil through the day like at (laughs) at like intervals so I was well medicated (laughs) and I was so good um and then the next morning I was so dead. I basically just laid in bed and didn't talk to anyone for, I lost my voice and didn't get it back for seven days. (gasps) Oh my God. That's crazy. And I slept for like four days straight. Oh my goodness. I mean, honestly, like even if you weren't sick, like I feel that because I felt similar after my wedding, but like on compounding, you were literally (laughs) getting through your wedding on drugs. (laughs) So all in all, or Dayquil sponsor us. Yeah, yeah, it was so funny. Like through the wedding, I kept being like, where are my drugs? My mom was just like, oh my God, what are people going to think? And I'm sure it's on video somewhere, me asking for drugs. Oh my God, I love that. Please send that. (laughs) Please send that. We will definitely post that on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You know, all's well that ends well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Earlier, you were talking about how you guys are like, you know, like to thoughtfully design things and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're you're artistic and maybe crafty. Did you like yeah. DIY things for your wedding? Oh, yeah. Basically, everything. So all I handmade all of our invites. No, you didn't. Uh, I like did I did this like pseudo letterpress thing for mm-hmm. all of our save the dates. And I got I bought this laser cutter um, oh my God, and nice. I laser cut out all of our invites and um, all of our signage was also laser cut out of wood. Wow. Um, and yeah, so I crafted the shit out of this wedding. Yeah. Um, and I have like a photo printer. So like I printed a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a little like garage, really beginners wood shop that like, I used to just like make a bunch of the signage. Oh my um, gosh, the Hana. That is yeah. incredible. It was definitely, I I mean, some of the signs to buy it on like Etsy, it's like $300, $400. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know that I saved that much because like time is money, but yes. Um, <laughs> but I had fun. That's good. Um, and I think the invites are something that'll always be special to me, mm-hmm. um, having handmade them. So yeah. uh, I'm really proud of that. That's awesome. Would you consider like doing like making stuff for people in the future as like a business? Oh my god, I invites probably not. It was. Yeah. A la- it's a labor of love and if yeah. it's not for your own wedding like <laughs> I mean because we had a hundred and like 10 20 120 invites go out yeah and our invites had like multiple pieces and like mm-hmm. folding parts and like it was just Damn. like uh my whole family and Jorgen's family came over and it was like a 
like a little sweatshop <laughs> to get them <laughs> to get them put together. So I don't think it's scalable in any way. Yeah. Um, making the signage was really fun. Yeah. Um, but there's honestly so many incredible people on Etsy making some really cool stuff. So yeah. um, yeah. Nice. I love that. I love the personal touches. Um, that's really cool. Did you, or is there anything that you would do differently? Would you still do everything you did? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would not make plans the weekend before the wedding and mm. the week of the wedding. Um, I think I was already tired going into the wedding. Ooh. And, but that's because like part of, an Indian wedding is there's just like tons of little everyone's in town yes and so you're like oh let's do this like there's a little mm -hmm. like pre-wedding like ceremony we have to do for Hindu tradition and yes. so that was on Sunday and then we had the Mahindi on Tuesday and mm -hmm. it was just like so much that by the time the, we the wedding came around I was like already tired yeah and so I think that's probably I would have been a lot like if I could have I don't know that I could have but yeah <laughs> That's, I think that's, that's definitely something. That's definitely something people should keep in mind. That is, <clears throat> it's going to be tiring and like, yeah, I don't know. I think you do get really excited. Like you said, like people are in town, you want to get together and you want to do all these things, but it's like, definitely yeah. take care of yourself, get your rest, try to avoid getting sick. <laughs> yeah. I think the one other thing I would maybe do differently is like, obviously the day of the wedding, like you're not going to be there to like get the little details right that you care about. Yes. And so if there are little details you care about, like draw it out for your wedding coordinator like very beforehand. explicitly very detailed and explicit otherwise it will for sure be wrong yeah um <laughs> yeah and it's like little things like our bar sign was like in line with the bar and I wanted it to be a little bit offset and it's just like <laughs> these tiny little things that like mm -hmm. I had a vision for yeah and there was just like not enough time in the day to like make that information get to them yeah and it also at the end of the day probably wasn't that important so it was <laughs> fine but you know I'm a perfectionist and those little yes. things like did matter to me and totally. so I would like be really explicit about those types of things because otherwise they like they'll just they'll and they do a really good job of doing their best and making yeah. their best guess yeah um but yeah if you're like me in particular yeah don't leave anything up to chance I get that. It's like, <laughs> just, yeah, write out your very detailed instructions or like suffer the consequences or like just yeah. be okay with it not being. Or be okay. Yeah. yeah. I think in the end I was okay. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the way to be, right? Like the minute 100%. you you wake up, the, we, like everything is out of your control. Like yes. we've been to some weddings where like every things went way wrong. And yeah. so like, we were so grateful to have such a successful wedding day mm -hmm. and it's all just uh everyone was together and everyone had a good time and everyone was happy and healthy so yeah no complaints no complaints do you have any like final thoughts for the audience well okay I have a couple I guess a couple things that I'm just like like hot tips I guess last yeah last let's season. hear them I'm so glad we didn't schedule our honeymoon right after yes. the wedding I'm glad we took a break and also because I was sick for seven days like mm -hmm. that would have been a really sad honeymoon um and so we're gonna do it at our one-year anniversary and I, I think um I think that was such a relief that we didn't have to like 
jump right into a trip right after that. Um, so I would definitely recommend that. Um, wedding coordinator, day of, 100%. absolute must. Yeah. Totally worth the money. They look out for you. Mm-hmm. They're there for you as the bride and the groom. Mm-hmm. And so like that was 100% worth it. No one remembers table flowers. <laughs> yeah. We did this kind of right because we had gone to a wedding like the month before. And mm-hmm. I realized that we were spending so – because we had like 20 tables. Yeah. And that's a, that adds up really fast. A ton, So yeah. we just like – did the minimum we could for each table mm-hmm. and it was still gorgeous yeah and the highlight was of course the florals above the dance floor and it allowed yes. it to stand out even more yeah so um yeah those are my top three tips that's a great tip because like I also feel like you don't need that much on the table because people have all their shit on the table and then there's the food and just like all of these things and like a bunch of glasses so it's yeah I know like sometimes I'll be at weddings where people are like, can we just move the table setting? Like, yeah, off of the exactly. Table more space? So yeah, put yeah. your flowers somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. There's plenty of places to put flowers. So there's yeah. plenty to spend that money on. Well, we will be posting pictures from your wedding eventually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> on the podcast Instagram uh, at On Brand Brides. And listeners should comment their favorite part of our conversation in the episode post. You again, Sahana. Thanks, Song. It was so fun reliving what a whirlwind of a planning and wedding that was. I don't know. It sounds to me like that you just had the best time. And I, yeah, I just love that for you. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. I'm excited to see the photos in the video because I feel Mm -hmm. like that'll be a really great way to finally like relive it. One of the good things about it taking a long time is that maybe all that excitement dies down a little bit. And then, yeah, then you get them and you're like, all right, I'm hyped up again. Like, I'm ready. It's like a whole nother wedding. Yeah. Adam and I like sat there and watched our like slideshow and like, we'd like pause and be like wait do you remember this moment (laughs) all right sahana love you bye